all, and welcome to the Literacy Spires Stephen Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 83, and today we'll be talking about Garnet's Universe. I'm GC13. And I'm Sophia. You know, before this episode, GC, you mentioned something about this being the uh, most anime episode ever, but I really think it's more of the most gamey episode. I don't know. It has some very Dragon Ball Z sensibilities in it, I think. We've got the power level, we got the hair to power up with... I never watched Dragon Ball Z, so that might be the difference. Hmm. Oh yeah, Dragon Ball Z has permeated the culture, and it would make a lot of sense for them to want to refer to it. I don't think any of them ever punched a mountain in half, though. I mean, <laughs> blown one in half with an energy blast, sure, but never punched. Yeah, I was, like, speaking of that, like, I kind of found it really funny, uh, the little outro at the end where... Zach Callison is explaining, it's like, you know, strength is more than how many mountains yeah. you can punch in half. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I liked that he used his ordinary voice. To that kind of threw me that. off. Like, I, I was just sort of like a little bit weirded out that it was his actual voice. And then it switched to his Steven E voice. I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was a nice touch having the same guy, you know, it's Steven narrating the story, but Zach using his voice, his regular voice. I want him to use his regular voice when Steven gets older and his voice drops, which we were teased mm. with, but then did not. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, he did grow his first facial hair, so we, we can cross our fingers and hope. Maybe, maybe by the end of season five. Hopefully Uncle Grandpa is wrong, though, and Steven Universe does get a pickup this season. Yes. <sighs> not cool, Yuji. Not cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For, any, for anyone unaware, there was an Uncle Grandpa Awards thing where Uncle Grandpa swept the awards, including in the category Best Steven Universe episode. Oh, that's... That offends Steven me. really wanted that award. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I've seen, like, little images, little screen caps of the Crystal Gems, but animated a little differently. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, that's that's Uncle Grandpa. But I like this episode, although I will say this, I like it a lot more now that it's not my new Steven Universe episode for the week, you know? What do you mean? Oh, it's like... A, it's a very fun episode, but it is, like, the very essence of filler. I mean, we could talk about it foreshadowed Ruby and Sapphire, mm -hmm. because Garnet says Steven's not ready to know that she has secret animal companions, but this is just a... This is Steven's Garnet fanfiction, basically. Yeah, and, and like, I wasn't in the fandom at this time, but I imagine, like, when you're dying to get new information, and this is, you know, when the series is starting to really start rolling, and then you get this episode, like, you can't appreciate it for its worth, because you're just sort of like, okay, that's great, but, um, who's Lapis? Yeah. We still don't know <laughs> who Lapis is. No, we we don't even we do wonder who she used to be, but we're pained because we don't know. But yeah, I I do like this episode now. Now that it's not the new episode of the week, and now that I do not have to desperately try to drag out lore implications from it, that is past me's problem. I I like this episode. Like I think up to this point, I really didn't care much for Garnet. I didn't find her that interesting. Like I think I thought she was cool. But I really didn't think, I didn't really see much more of a character besides, you know, the cool character who's occasionally delivers really great one-liners. And now she has, like, kind of a personality where she does kind of care about Steven a lot in her own way. She's gone from being the stoic soldier to being kind of the mother figure. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, like even though you know m- the majority of the episode was what of uh, Garnet's personality was what Stephen came up with, like the little bit at the beginning was very, it's very touching. Yeah, the uh, that that was a really really warm Garnet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My one weakness. It's precious, and it's the origin of the term Stephen Bomb. Yes, they 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 appropriated that for their five Stevens in one week afterwards. Very very appropriate use of the term, I think. Yes, it is now somewhat less... The Steven Bombs are now becoming something more to be feared than to be... Yeah. You know. Just need to go back to weekly episodes. That's all I want. Yeah, and I, I, I've heard whispers in the wind that that's probably not going to happen. At least not yeah, with any level I of frequency. no idea why. No idea why they won't air it weekly. They air everything else weekly. Not all the time, but mostly. And I'd be fine with Steven Moms if we got, like, one a month. Because then at least there's some semblance of regularity. But this, like, you know, weird indefinite hiatus is just... You know, they air the Steven Bombs whenever the chicken entrails tell them to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is... I don't know what is going on in Cartoon Network scheduling. Like, they have just been... Dropping the ball over and over again. Dropping the bomb, so to speak. They, uh, it is a arcane art that they practice. Mm-hmm. You know, we we can only wonder. Yes, but we do get now five seasons of Steven. Oh, it's the same three seasons we were all we already knew about. It's just two and three, or now two, three, four, and five. Oh, so they're making the seasons shorter. Yeah. They're, they're taking the same episodes that they had already asked for and saying, okay, instead of 52 in a season, let's make it 26 in a season. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's it's just a shell game at this point. Oh, now I'm mad. I didn't... I, I was expecting yeah, five I seasons of Steven. Very uncool for mm-hmm. Cartoon Network to do that. I mean, heck, they canceled Uncle Grandpa. They announced that Uncle Grandpa was being canceled at the same time they were announcing that it was renewed for five seasons. Wait, does that mean five seasons and then it ends? For Uncle Grandpa, yes. For Steven, we haven't heard that it's canceled, so there's still hope. But mm-hmm. they're just they're just yanking our chain at this point. Not Not nice. I don't know. I think, like, the fact that we were given five, you know, fake seasons kind of hints at the fact that the... I guess the higher ups were saying like we want more seasons out of you, and they're sort of, and the developers were saying like we've already kind of made our ending, and they're just sort of like okay, well then we'll just mm. make the season shorter, and it'll end at the end of five seasons. So I mean, I don't I don't see how that makes any any sense. I mean, it's 156 episodes either way. Yeah, and so that kind of makes me think that we won't get more than 156. Like Yeah, I do worry, but as long as the story ends when yes. it's supposed to. Yes. As long as it's known that the last season is the last season, I think everything will be alright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to end on Ocean Gem. I wouldn't have wanted to end on The Return. And I sure as heck wouldn't want to end on Logdate 7152 either. Oh my gosh, if it would have ended on The Return... That would have been the biggest crime. Or Jailbreak, I'm sorry. I, I just see them as one episode, so. But yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to end on Jailbreak. That would have been cruel. Well. 
yeah, not I guess, as cruel, not as cruel as ending on the return. I'll yeah, admit. I was thinking like the return. <laughs> that is some next level just cruelty, like the biggest crime against. Then the crystal oh. gems were taken back to homeworld and executed as war criminals, and the cluster destroyed the planet. The end. That's just talk about a downer ending. Ooh, at least Garnet's universe had a happy ending, though. It did. The fox man was restored, and I mean, Ringo, at, at least he's in the Ringo zone. I mean, pretty cool place, I think. Yeah, and Stephen is a surprisingly good storyteller. He has, you know, like, plot twists and diverse characters and, you know, a cute little plot that starts over again. And it's just like... I don't know. He has trouble with his characters, though. Like, Hoppy's pretty one-dimensional, and that one dimension is called training. Uh, I don't know. How did you get those wounds? Was it in some kind of training accident? <laughs> and then, training time! She was really excited to train with us. I I really like the whole little dynamic of the power levels. Because that felt more like a video <laughs> game to me. Like, I didn't really associate it with D&D. Or not D&D, well, Dragon Ball Z. With, well, with Dragon Ball Z, they're always obsessing over your power level. You even have the scouter which Vegeta destroys after Goku's power level is higher than he wants it to be. Mm-hmm. So um, the the thing to read the power level and the power level itself, I'm pretty sure was a reference to Dragon Ball Z. Just like in Attack the Light, where the gem's power levels start at over 9,000. Yes, I did notice that. And I was just sort of like, oh, that's, you know, funny. And I, I now kind of realize that it's, most likely not a coincidence that they did that on purpose. Yeah. Uh, there were ac- there are actually a couple other references to this episode in Attack the Light in the form of Garnet quotes. Like, if you want her to use an attack that's, you know, she, do- she doesn't have enough hit points to use, she'll say, I'm not strong enough. <laughs> and then I think she'll say, this is bad. Just like she says it in this episode. In Attack the Light, although I can't remember exactly under what circumstance. Yeah, I have noticed that in Attack the Light, they used the same dialogue from parts in the show, and I usually couldn't name it. Like, I feel bad, like, I feel like I'm not a true fan, but when I was playing the game, I was just sort of like, that sounds really familiar. Like, I think they did pull some audio out of the show along with recording the new ones. But I, I just love that they, I just love that they used the references to Garden's universe, because I mean... Talk about a talk about a wacky episode to uh, to refer to, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it does very well. Like the animation style in uh, Garnet's universe, it's a little bit simplified. It's also kind of uh, like both the the art is simplified and the animation and the movements are simplified. And yeah. kind of and and even even if Garnet's universe, even if it isn't specifically meant to refer to the world of gaming i would say that the obsession with power level that dragon ball z has makes it pretty well suited for gaming where the whole idea is to grind and level up and get stronger just like garnet did mm-hmm. although garnet really didn't grind she just punched the air like she didn't even yeah go after she, just, any... she just she just had a training montage with and with a fantastic song i don't remember the song she uh, it was a good song but I will say this, she meditated under a waterfall. When are we going to see Garnet fight a bear? She checked off one box. When are we going to get the other? I don't know, GC. <sighs> the great mystery of our time. But I liked, I did like kind of the stylistic freedom that 
the animators, the, the I guess the board isn't really took with this because you get like the really simplified animation and then you get like the really detailed kind of like it was kind of like manga shading while she was, you know, punching the air and training. Mm-hmm. And they do just like the, well, is it called, I, I'm not that good on artistic term, hatching, where you just draw lines to signify shading. Yeah, yeah. I know I know what hatching and cross-hatching are, but I don't remember seeing them in the episode. That doesn't mean they weren't there, but... Yeah, well, Garnet was punching the air, and her gauntlets were super huge, and she was close <laughs> up. You could see her muscles. And then, as, as already mentioned, she punched a mountain in half and just completely freaked out all the other mountains. Yes, that was kind of brutal. Like, those mountains seemed to be sentient, and she yeah, just they, you they know, were murdered so it happy in front of his family. She just killed one. Yeah, and like the little, you know, the Mario mountains, like, that are weird little rounded cylinders, and she just murdered one in front of its family. Garnet's hardcore. Brutal. I mean, do, do do not mess with Garnet. Do not turn any of Garnet's photographs into onion rings. Just don't. I wonder if she ever did recover the photograph with the gem. Hmm. Speaking, speaking though of Dragon Ball Z, I liked how Ringo's transformation to Ultimate Ringo was just him getting a, a bigger chest, you know, bigger, slightly bigger arms, and wearing his apron as a cape. Yeah, than... I did find that really kind of funny how his apron turned into a cape so easily, and it was like a cape that tied around the waist, which is a little weird. Like I've never seen that well, before because it's an apron that he just reversed. Yes. I, his his staff did change. Rather than having the rings interlocked, I think it, it pulled them all out so that they were stacked one on top of the other. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the, the apron cape was a nice touch, I think. I liked it. And I liked how it still was an apron. Like, it was still the exact same apron. <laughs> like, if you see him, you know, hanging around the Ringo Zone, it, like, turns to his back for a moment. Like, the pocket's still there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, makes me laugh. I'm wondering, how... How 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 much can we read into this? Because if we wanted to, we could try to say that the, you know, two fights that Garnet had against the Foxman were like Garnet's two fights against Jasper. Now it doesn't really work out because in the second fight, Garnet just beat Foxman very hard, whereas she was losing to Jasper kind of until she won. Basically, I think yeah. that's actually how Mister Burnett put it. She was losing until she won. Yeah, she was just, you know, struggling against Jasper until she threw her into the, the core of the ship, I think. Yeah. But still, we, we have a we, we have a fight where Garnet gets easily beaten, and then a fight where Garnet triumphs. I think I think we should go with it. Mm, I think I think that's a bit of a stretch, GC. Okay. What can I say? I'm just really excited about the courses. Yes, I I want to learn more gem lore, just like the next guy. But how much we're gonna extract from a Stephen fan fiction? I just get excited. I can't help myself sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Stephen will do fan fiction about Pearl next. Pearl's universe. Well, he's already been in her universe. Her gem. Hmm. Yes. That's a, ooh. That would actually be kind of cool if. If he did a Pearl's universe, they they could use that episode to say that yes, the he. Hmm. What character would he have go inside Pearl's gem? I wonder. 
Bottom line is, I just want to see him imagining Pearl fighting all sorts of mess monsters. I kind of want the comics to be referenced in the show. Like, the like the, the comics reference the show in themselves quite a bit, but the show really hasn't said anything or even mentioned anything that happened in the comics. Like, not, the, not that yeah. I can think of. I, I would I would like them to go inside a gem's gem at some point just mm-hmm. to confirm that yes this is a thing that happens. And it doesn't even have to be like they go inside. Like I just want it to be maybe even just offhandedly referenced. Like a, a, one of the gems would say something about like the the world in their gem, or just like saying, "Oh, remember that time you know Pearl sucked mm-hmm. up a book and got sick." <laughs> I I don't know that 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 sounds like something that would be really easy for them to mess up if they did it wrong. Maybe. Have you uh read the newest comic about Steven and the gems going camping? No, it's sitting on my shelf, and every every I just keep forgetting it's there. Gee, oh, see, so, it's like a twenty-minute read, and it is not so going to take me that long to read. Adorable. That. Not even not even close to twenty minutes. Oh yeah, I forget your computer robot skills can scan a page. Yeah, I know. I, I just fractions of a I scan. I scan each. I scan each page at a at a high resolution. I, I go three hundred DPI usually, and uh, that, then I just do a. Where am I going with this? I'm <laughs> <laughs> going nowhere. That's where I'm going. I called you a robot, GC. And you took it and ran. We don't know yeah, where you ran, well. but you're running. The problem is, I have treads on my current chassis. But yeah, to uh, anyone who hasn't read the little Steven Universe comic book part one about uh, Steven and the Gems going camping, I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. It is very cute and very much worth the read. It's only like $4 on Comixology. Yep. And Comixology will connect automatically to your Amazon, so you don't have to be putting any more new credit cards in there. So, very, it's or a you high may rate. very well have a friendly local comic book store that will sell you a hard copy for $4. Oh, right. Real paper. Yeah, meat As long space. as you're comfortable murdering trees. I'm just kidding. I just read it digitally <laughs> because I can't be bothered leaving. I mean, there's a comic book store, like, if I'm going to drive away, but why do that? Eh. Got nothing better to do, right? It's for Steven. <laughs> True. And I do want to have some physical Steven Universe merchandise. Like, Oh, Hot Topic has a bunch of stuff now. I was in there. I was in Hot Topic, and there was so much Steven Universe merchandise, and I just could not decide. None of it felt adequate. And the only thing I really want now is the Steven Universe backpack, the, the cheeseburger backpack. Uh, and it's yeah. They have a Cookie Cat backpack online on hottopic.com. And a everything bagel, bagel dog grocery bag tote or grocery store tote bag. Mm. Six. I don't know. I remember. I think my kind of merchandise, like the kind I like to have and the kind that Steven Universe is offering, is not quite lining up. I like the merchandise where only people who are fans of the thing will know that I'm wearing something that references nah, the thing. Something a bit sneakier. Like I don't want. I don't want a big shirt that just says Steven Universe on it. I want, like, a little subtle reference. You need, like, a shirt with a cookie cat on it. Yes. Yes, exactly. I know they make those. You should check online. I will. But the cheeseburger backpack, like, that is... That <laughs> is the ultimate reference. It's $50. I'm just... Mm. I kind of want to make it's it my travel of, backpack. I don't know. It's a lot of bling. Yes. I, w- I wish there were reviews. I wish people could be, like... There are reviews, but it's not out yet. I want. I want... 
someone to tell me like the quality of it. I don't want like some flimsy, you know, cheap material that's gonna fall apart after you know a couple uses. Like I want, I want something that is that'll last. I want to take this. Yeah, on. Cartoon Network shop allows reviews to be posted, and I've seen them blast some of the shirts as not not holding up to washing very well. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll just have to to wait. So do you have a preference between Hopper and Hoppy? Okay, um, you're gonna have to specify because to this day I still don't know which one's the rabbit and which one is the frog. Hopper is the frog and Hoppy is the rabbit and the way I remember that is twofold. Hopper ends in an R, the color red starts with R, and pink is a shade of red, which is the color Hopper, Hopper wears. Whereas Hoppy has Amethyst's voice actor and is the ends in a Y and Amethyst has a Y in it. Okay. Um. I'm Don't not worry. Even that. Garnet got confused. Yeah, that was a really funny bit where she's like Hopper, no Hoppy, or something like that. It was I like that. So your confusion is completely warranted. If not, even Garnet can keep her friends straight. Okay, I'm not going to refer to them by name because um. I, that that mnemonic you gave was completely absurd. Okay, so uh, Froggy, or so you you have Slippy, and you have Usagi Yojimbo. Okay, uh, I like the frog because the frog is a little bit naive. You can tell from from their facial expressions. Are they girls or dudes? What pronouns do these animal I don't, friends use? I don't. I don't even. I don't even know what gender cartoon animal friends are. I think one of them is female. I think I cannot remember. Um, I'm just gonna refer. I to think Hopper is pretty androgynous. I think Hoppy is female. I but I don't know. He probably he probably just assumes the any mag- any magical warrior who's hanging out with Garnet is a female. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um. I think I liked the frog because they seemed very sweet and naive, and I liked the whole kind of obsession with the power level. But I also liked the rabbit because they had like this very stereotypical anime like training time. Yeah, tough guy sort of you know, personality to them. I really liked when um I can't remember exactly what happened, but it was like the 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 rabbit was like leaning down, like clenching their fist and like they were doing the anime mouth shaky thing of like frustration. And I don't know, I found that really amusing. I like when the fox man banishes them from the shrine the first time. How they're all like crumbled over the tree branch, except for Hoppy, you know, the rabbit who's sitting there, you know, legs legs crossed. Like, yeah, I meant to do that. <laughs> and of course, my least favorite is always Ringo. I'm sorry, the Ringo <sighs> zone. Ringo is an excellent villain, and you know he will be back and stronger than ever. I don't like him. All he has to do, he's going to get an enchanted power onion, and with the power of onion rings, escape the Ringo Zone and wreak his terrible vengeance. I don't even like onion rings. Out of all the ring-shaped foods he could well, have been emulating, he could have done Cheerios, he could have done um donuts, bagels. Um, come on, help me out, GC. What are, what's, what's ring-shaped foods? Well, he's not going to do donuts. I mean, it's it's bad enough that he's doing onion rings. I mean, really, he should have some... Some ring-shaped french fry. Do they have ring-shaped french fries? They have to. They they have to exist somewhere. Like, I've had curly fries. They're the best. We need to do that. We need to make ring-shaped french fries. One day, I think at some convention, either 
planned in the future or has already happened. They were making Steven Universe themed foods at a at a panel. I can't remember. So what were they going to do? French fries with Old Bay on them? <laughs> no, they made they make a cookie maybe, cats. Yes, maybe they'd make little French fries, but they'd sell them in uh, the containers that look like Frybo. <laughs> uh, all of a sudden, I don't want French fries anymore. Oh no, I'd love it. You'd be killing him slowly. Hmm. That's very, very dark, Sophia. <laughs> well, I mean, Frybo's already dark. Like, I'm just, you know... You saw him in Rose's room. All he wants is for people to enjoy fries. He got a little enthusiastic in Frybo, but he had some talks with HR. It's cool now. Some Five Nights at Freddy's sort of disturbing. Like, I can't even explain it without using a, like... Ryman Brothers Incorporated does not discriminate on, you know, race, you know, gender, or freakishness level. They're an equal 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 opportunity employer. Freakishness level is not a trait you were <sighs> Frybo was creepy. I don't I don't know how you can argue against that. Frybo was a model employee for many years. He didn't have sales training. He just tried to do his best. He's had sales training now. It's all fine. Mm-mm. Very disappointed in you. I'm surprised we haven't seen any Frybo cosplays at cons yet. Ooh, that sounds like it would be a really involved costume to make. I don't think so. Like, hmm. I don't I don't think it'd be too difficult, but it would it would be a challenge. Yeah. Speaking on other amusing things at the power level, I liked how she said how Hopper said that the Foxman's power levels were off the charts, and looking at the thing, it clearly says 70,000, so on the charts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think off the charts was used a little bit more metaphorically. Well, I mean, he just, Garnet was starting from single-digit thousands, so he was, he was more than ten times as powerful as she was. I, I did find it really amusing when, um, the frog was like taught was was using the the power level indicator and like she started screaming like numbers have no meaning <laughs> i found that yes really amusing like that kind <laughs> of i don't know existential i don't know i liked it it was funny that 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 quote gets a lot of love it, it deserves it i just like how the Power level reader keeps exploding, fixing itself only so it can explode again. Yes, the little explode in the final explosion in the Ringo Zone, where, like, Garnet gets her super fists and super hair, and it just, like, pops in her hands. Like, it doesn't even bother trembling. It's just done. (laughs) It's like, I'm out. Mm -hmm. None of this. I I found that to be a cute little visual joke. You don't need me to know that she's strong. She's got the glowing hair. And and I did like the kind of little anime trope gone overboard where the main character, you know, falls and is about to give up. And then they remember the the, the friendship and the people they love. Never give up. Trust your instincts. No, but it's like there's so many anime out there. And I, I have watched like few anime and I know this. That the, the, the protagonist is like defeated and then they remember, you know their friends or their their significant other or the people that are important to them and then they suddenly gain like 
A second wind. They get so much- they get strong- it was what- there was this vine someone did that was a parody to an anime, and it's like, now they get all powerful, and it's like, I am ten times stronger than I was, and then it was like, the the, the villain was like, who who wrote this? <laughs> it, it, it does get a little absurd, like, oh, determination will only get you so far. I'm sorry, Undertale fans. I was gonna say, it'll get you to a safe point, at least. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of done. I've got all my thoughts out on this episode. Anything else, GC? Yeah, I know we I know we rambled a bit about some other Steven Universe related stuff, but this was a this was a fun episode. Um, not so much on the lore, and I know we like to talk about the lore, but it makes us excited to be Steven Universe fans. I think yes, and always rewatching these old episodes hits me with some nostalgia. I I miss the simpler days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe the next season. After the cluster and, you know, Malachite are taken care of. I mean, Ronaldo's not an ambassador to Homeworld yet, so we got a ways to go. Ronaldo can stay where he is. Ah, you're right. Who would make the french fries? Good point. Yes, of course, the french fries. He can telecommute to the Homeworld. Best of both worlds, I think. Anyway... Join us next week. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm Sophia. Leave us a review on iTunes. Later, everyone. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.